Hi, and welcome to Community Champions Podcast. I'm Zoe McEwen. I have a guest with me today who, well, I think you, I think you have some really special qualities that we're going to get into a bit later because I think one in particular is the key to everything that we haven't talked previous, but one one of the things you do is the key, I think, to uh, the essence of how you've created this this lovely community. And so, yeah, let's get started. I'm going to introduce you to Nikki Gandhi. Hi, everyone. I am Nikki, and I am probably best known for being an accountability coach, which most people never really understand what it is. But I suppose I like to consider myself as everybody's favorite cheerleader, their conscience, their coach, their piece of positivity, and the person that sort of keeps you on track, which is what my programs are all about. Yeah. And we'll talk a bit more about it in a bit, but your community definitely said that your positivity is something that shines through and is why they love to be around you. And that's really important. That's definitely something that we need to create if we want a community, we want them to come back. And often it's the energy I talk about. There's a, an exercise class I go to and and I realised that, you know, I, I do like the exercises and I like the things, but I go back because of her energy, because of how yeah. she makes me feel. It's not those exercises. Yeah, I like to exercise, but it's that particular person's energy in that class that keeps me returning. And if it was another teacher, even if the class was identical, I guarantee you, I wouldn't keep coming back. So it is really important. We shouldn't underestimate that. Even when things are tough, there can still be an aura in a community that that you know pulls everybody together so where is where do you feel like is your biggest community space like where do you feel most comfortable (laughs) I know you have different platforms and I do yes that's really tricky for me because I built my community on Instagram uh, back in the day when Instagram was really relatively new and um, fitness communities were just emerging. That's when I came. So this is nearly eight years ago, uh, when literally you were just snapping selfies. No one was doing like really beautiful photography or anything like that. And um, I was part of one of the very first big fitness communities. And I just by being and it was new for me as well, because if anyone who knows me and anybody who comes to sort of see me after this will know I'm the biggest lurker. I'm not someone, I'm, I'm an introvert. I'm not someone who naturally can talk to people online or go and find like people to chat to. Um, but I, I did, I was struggling at the time and I joined a fitness community and I didn't know what to do with hashtags or anything like that. I literally put a picture up, mm. had no response, nothing happened. And, and just little by little started to talk to women who were in the same boat as me in health and fitness at the time. You know, I'd had a second baby, I wasn't doing so great, wasn't really taking good care of myself. And by doing this, joining this fitness community as it was emerging mm-hmm. and finding other women who were in a similar situation and bonding with them, I, it's no, it's not an exaggeration to say it changed my life. Like it absolutely changed my life I was a stay-at-home mum I I was you know having a second baby 10 years after having the first so I was going right back to the beginning I'd been divorced I was second husband around no confidence no job no didn't really know who I was or what I had to offer Mm -hmm. 
And being in community with these women who, I, and I would say we did it as equal partners. It wasn't nobody out, like even though it was a community-based around a fitness program, I think community, the key for me, community, is it's, it's a relationship of equals. Mm. And I think it gets lost sometimes. We've gone a bit off topic, but it gets lost no, sometimes no. because people are trying to be the experts and trying to lead a community. And for me, I think it's, it has, because it started for me and remains to this day as a, as a partnership, like an equal relationship that I have with these women. Yeah. And it started on Instagram and it grew and it grew and it was not about business. I never started or tried to grow a community for business. My community came first, which is quite unusual these days. Yeah. And it just grew because I was just telling an authentic, genuine story of someone who was struggling a little bit, was trying to get fit, trying to lose a bit of baby weight, all the things that are really like you shouldn't talk about these days. Like, yeah. And, you know, I if just people were interested, other women wanted to follow along. And it did, it was the making of me. These women filled me with so much confidence to be, as in you don't need to be an expert for you to have value. There is so much value in being relatable. And being yeah. the same as other people. Um, there's so much value in being where somebody is and showing them that it can be done without any qualifications or expertise. Like, you know, there are, you know, obviously we all like to know that we're learning from the best sometimes, but there's so much power in just shared knowledge of I've been where you are and yeah. I've managed to make these moves and it's doable and you can do it too because you're just like me. Um, yeah. And for me community was that was that's the foundation of everything that I have and I never ever look at and I do I'm very lucky I have this lovely big audience on Instagram but if you actually look at my engagement rates and everything they're terrible they are like I've yeah. it's never been a game of likes even back in the day when it was all always about likes it's never been a game of likes for me it's a game of well not a game but it's it's a daily partnership where I witness their lives and they witness mine and we both get so much purpose and meaning for what we're in doing individually that that's what keeps us together I mean just that little sound bite there is like you know that it's it's a daily daily is an important word because you do have to yeah. show up um but that you're just witnessing each other's lives I mean, it sounds really simple, but it's not. And what, you know, what kept you going when in the early days? Because you do have, is it nearly like 200,000 followers on yes. Instagram? Yes. And 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 you, you seem almost embarrassed about that. But I understand what you mean because it doesn't matter. Well, you can have a huge audience or a small audience. And it may be that if you look at the data, there's only the same few hundred people really active in that community at any one time so I, I totally understand that and you would probably say that it's the it's the length of time that's brought you this this large audience that you've been doing it as opposed to other people but actually uh, actually can I say it's not my that audience was built seven years ago and it's oh, so remained we did, so we did come quick came quick because I was in the heyday of Instagram and so that built, you know, I think within the first year, I grew to about 100,000 followers in the first year. This was with an organic reach yeah. and um, the no algorithms. It was all chronological yeah. feeds. 
Um, so that actually grew. My biggest achievement is actually waiting out everyone who was growing at a rapid rate in the beginning. So many of them have gone because when the algorithm actually changed and it was much harder to build an audience and grow a community and everyone's sort of started losing followers or not growing at the same rate. So many people left and stopped doing what they were doing uh, because they were really concerned with like the likes and how many people commented and everything. I've never, that's never been um, a factor for me. To me, my pride and joy is the longevity of it, that they stuck with me, that I don't care if they don't comment. I don't comment on anything because I'm a lurker. And like, to me, as long as they stick with me and I, I try as often as I can to acknowledge all the ladies that I know are there and I say, I see you even though we don't chat. I mean, maybe you don't comment and I don't know your account's comment. I know that you're there and I know that you've been there for seven years. And that Ooh. means everything to me. Like it's that witnessing that you know people are with you on your journey and that you are in spirit with them as well. Because it's, you know, Instagram now is just, to, it's very value driven and very expertise based and what can how much can you give? Can you give? And mm-hmm. to me, I don't think Instagram, especially Instagram, will ever be about that. I think it will always be, um, it, you know, the likes are saying that they witness your life. I'm not that bothered about that. I'm more bothered that I'm creating a place where I can witness somebody else's. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think a community should run and everybody should use it however they want to use it. If they only ever want to observe, that's absolutely fine. If they want to like and heart, that's fine. I don't think anybody should be made to feel guilty for not commenting or joining in or responding or supporting. Everybody takes their turn and uses it how how they should. And yeah, yeah, I'm I'm really It just makes me really sad when I'll see sometimes or I'll be a lurker in other people's groups that I really enjoy and I get a tremendous amount off of or Mm. people other people's social media pages and they'll they'll say you know if you know if you don't engage and like well I'm gonna I'm gonna cull my list and if if you don't engage and you don't comment and I think oh but you're you're missing I don't like it you're missing the point of 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 how people want to um participate in community you can be in community even if you're not necessarily talking every day um it's about creating an environment that they feel a part of what however that means to them yeah I I totally I call them my loyal listeners not lurkers because I think that's that's absolutely what they are they are your loyal listeners and just yesterday I had someone who I think she's been in my group a little while but we have never spoken and she just joined my paid group and I was like oh you know where have you come from um but she knew you know she knew lots about me she was happy it was fine it was easy it was like that's that's how it works that's how it works when someone feels like they've decided that they've found out enough about you they know what they need to know and then they're ready to take the next step if they want to not to be sort of kicked out with a comment yeah Yeah. I can't stand that and I always see it as like when someone who hasn't maybe spoken to me before uh because I do have a lot of loyal listeners I love that I'm gonna take that um Mm -hmm. I do have a lot of those in my in my audience because it is big and even in my Facebook group which is much smaller but I always like to um think that when they do decide to initiate something whether it's by coming into a paid offer or sending you that first message that they've sort of saying, okay, well, I've witnessed you for one. I'm ready for you to witness me, like to be 
in my life and understand who I am. And I think that's just the hugest compliment um, that they've now decided, I'm ready to show you who I am. It's like such a gift, right? Because it, they obviously it's not something that they just do with everyone. They've chosen you based on yeah. what you've shown of yourself to say, okay, I'm ready to show will, you me. They will be hanging out in lots of similar communities. You know, it's naive yes. to think that they're, they're just in my community because of what I do and they're just in yours because, of, you know, they will be hanging out in similar communities while they kind of make up their mind which one is the one that they gravitate back to that draws them back. And and that's what we want. We want to be the one that, that sort of draws them back in. And that's for so many different reasons. You know, it's not just one thing, but being honest and being yourself definitely is a winner. You, you said when you started out, you were just posting pictures on Instagram and things like that. Was there a moment where you thought, okay, because you also work with women who are in business, you have a lot of different aspects to what you do. Um, yes. Was there a moment where you thought, okay, I've, I'm getting the hang of this now. And it turned into a little bit more of a, I've got a plan for this. I've got a strategy. I know what I'm doing. I can be a little bit more focused on Instagram as a place where I do want to develop a business. Yeah, it was, I don't think I'm ever going to be that person, Zoe, that says I have a strategy. I really don't <laughs> ever. <laughs> um, I'd love to think I did, but I don't. Um, but there was, I mean, having that big, lovely big audience did mean that I was able to start off by influencing, like being an Instagram influencer. I was, you know, paid by brands to show off the products. I had some really great partnerships throughout the day, but it didn't feel great to me. And I was like, I don't really want to do that with my audience. That's not how I want to interact with them. There are things that I really believe in and the things that they've shown me, I feel like really privileged because I feel like they put me in that position Uh, my audience did like they sort of gave me that I wouldn't have had that without them and I thought you know if they've given me this and you know I'm in a relationship with them and these ladies and there are things that they talk to me about more than other things that clearly they come to me for like there'll be chats in the dms with this saying oh I need a pep talk or I need you know what what do you do with this and it was very very clear just from how they communicated with me the conversations that were important to them it just became really clear that I have all the information I need to see where what they want from me, what's helpful, what's missing currently for them. Like, what are they not getting because they keep coming to me with this, like, oh, I'm struggling with this. And I was like, I can actually see how I could help. And it was just a confidence issue of like, no one really does what, what at this, mm. you know, in order to see it as a working business model. But they buy just their conversations. And if you really listen in yes. community rather than selling and trying to, you know, just ask like, oh, what do you need? What do you need? I find those are actually not as good as the organic conversations where people are just, just telling you about their lives. Yeah. It's so full of information if you're willing to listen and yes. and make, have those conversations. And they gave me my business because all the conversations at that point in time, I started on track five years ago and at the time all the conversations in my dms were about how much they were struggling to be consistent in their health and fitness routines they were saying you know I know what to do and you're so consistent Nikki how do you do it I'm struggling I start and then I stop and they were giving me all of the things that were hard for them 
And I could see this massive trend of like, well, like there's a hundred people in my DMs right now, all having the same version of the, like, what do I do? What can I give them that would solve this for them? And that's how the business came after the community. Starting a community and just listening to them. And that question uh, you know, what do you want is a really hard question. It's a, a near impossible question for people to answer because they're in the thick of whatever it is at that point. They can't. Yeah. They're like, you tell me, I don't know what I need or what I want. So when people yeah. sort of say, oh, I've asked my community what they want, I'm like, did they reply? Because that's a really hard question. And um, and if they did reply, it's probably not the right people replying it'll be those same four or five people that reply to everything and you won't be getting the right people because when you talk about something or you ask them something that potentially is raw or they're struggling with that's the last thing they want to talk about sometimes they want to be in this lovely space where everybody gets it and knows that these things are going on in the background for them they don't want to solely focus on that thing all the time and I think you know you said about listening listening is so so important and they will tell us what they need if we allow ourselves to to feel it you have a really strong repeat message in your community and I think uh well anybody that just goes on your Instagram have have a look on your Instagram they definitely should but anyone that goes on your Instagram that is a perfect example of just a really strong repeat message your repeat message is tied up in accountability and results but actually what you are really saying to people is I'm here for you that's that's your repeat message you know your repeat message is you know 95% of people achieve something more if if they have somebody to help and support them and and be accountable to but I think that actually the it's much more heartfelt you know what they actually feel from you is I'm here yes I would love that. To, um, that is the hugest compliment because I do feel like all I really want to say in my messaging, which my business messaging, I believe is terrible. So I'm so great, glad that that's what you got from it. Is I will take care of you. We're in a social media is a tough place to hang out, mm. but you're safe here. I will take great care of you. And I would say that in the eight years I've been on Instagram, like that is all I've ever wanted my little corner of the internet to be is like I wanted to just build up that trust as in I will never be on like Instagram in the morning with a full face of makeup and a tidy house and a like as in you can come here you will not feel bad about yourself you are not like I will take great mm-hmm. care of you and especially in my Facebook group it's you know my weekly live is called Honest Tea and it's just because we we gossip. We have a cup of tea. everyone comes with their cup of tea. We have a gossip. We'll talk about absolutely anything. It's not like oh, I'm here to give. I'm here to teach you something. I'm, I'm here to be in community with you. I'm here to talk about what's going on with you, whatever it is this week, whatever area of your life. Like we just had to talk about contraception because someone messaged me and she said, I can't find anywhere else to talk about this with people yeah. I trust. Can we talk about it in honest tea? And I was like, this is perfect for honest tea. And we all shared advice as 40-something-year-old women or that we were on that live call and talked about contraception because that's what someone needed at the time. Now, I don't sell anything, anything to do with contraception. <laughs> like, that is not part of my business model. But that conversation means she will be in my community and want to be with me on whatever it is that I do. Yeah. Whatever it is. Or if I say, I've suddenly, I want to be a pop star. I've decided I'm launching a record. Like those conversations are are just so meaningful to people because you are 
when you ask someone a question like, say if I put up a poll on my stories saying, you know, what do you want to see more of from me? Or what can I, what are you really struggling with right now? They'll tell you what they think they need. Yes, of course. Like they'll be all in their head and they'll be like, right, what do I really need? Or I need to know how to start business or I need advice on how to grow a social media audience. That probably isn't actually what they need mm. at that moment. So community is the perfect environment to just be equals, be friends. Yeah. Things and- like your honesty sessions, and they did, well, I'll just talk through some of the people in your group. They did say they love them. They just show them a little taster of what they can expect from you if they do work with you it's like this is this is me this is how I show up I can't be any different we will be able to talk about all of these things and and so they understand that and they feel it and it's genuine and they get it for free but then also they're like when they have that thing that comes up they're like I know who can help me I know who that person is and that's what we want to be we want to just be that person that when they're ready they you know, they come back to us. So just a few of your lovely group, really, (laughs) really lovely comments, lovely people. Joanna, um, authenticity to help and honesty around money that people often shy away from. So you said like any topic and they were definitely up for the fact that this space is, is, yeah, is a group of women, but anything is open to be talked about. Uh, Kira said, good vibes, and grateful to have found you. I think that is a thread. Like that, I, I definitely felt that that they were grateful to have found you. Karina, down to earth. Uh, love your honesty sessions. Kim says you are the glue that holds them all together, and that is a perfect example of listening to your community. Because I mean, I could we could all use that as a tagline. It's yours. They've given it to yeah. you. But I mean, that's an amazing tagline. You are the glue that holds them all together. So. That explains to me, as soon as I read that, I thought, wow, that's so clever, Kim, because that explains exactly what a community should be. Yeah, it's our community and I'll be the one that tries to keep it going, hold it together, fill in the awkward silences if there ever is one. But that's the sole purpose of my job, as in it's not to lead without leading. Like it's not about that you know these I always try so hard in my lives to tell my community what I've seen of them as in that it's not the Nikki show it's not me like oh this is everything that's going on with me this week yes there is a little bit of that because you it's your job to like I said fill in that any the awkward sciences to initiate the conversations by what's going on with me so then they'll show what's going on with them but I always try and make sure they know I as, even as a lurker or as an introvert, I'm I'm watching them. I'm witnessing that mm-hmm. I'm, oh, I saw you went on a holiday and that you're skiing right now. I'm so jealous. It looks so magical. So that they know that what they're doing means something to me, that I witness their magical moments in their lives, even though they're not being the leader of a Facebook group or they're having a massive Instagram account that... Yeah. That's not what social media is for. Social media that's, is... That's the powerful personal touch that is the like the x factor that's hard for most online businesses or most people online who are trying to build a community are kind of racing ahead they're like the next thing the next thing where am I going where am I going and forgetting where where their community are um and what they're doing and Sonia said it should be a place you come to stay it should never be about racing 
ahead. It's home. It's like it's the it's the like the stable, just the the norm. It stays not the same as in it never grows and it never evolves into something because obviously we all do. But like I don't think I ever think about where my Facebook group is going. Yeah. I'm more like, how do I make sure it stays and evolves with them? But it always feels like home. Like it always feels like a dependable place that's centered around them and just whatever they need, as well as obviously facilitating um, what I need from a business yeah. perspective. Yeah. But I do find that like I, it's nice to, I never feel like I have to show up and, you know, what am I giving away for free? Like, I don't necessarily understand all those concepts. You know, like when business owners will say, how much do I give away for free in in my free Facebook group before I get them into my paid offers? Uh, Because I think things like Honest Tea, that's not about me showing up to teach. It's not about, my, my group is not about that. I get to show who I am, how trustworthy I am with them and what, you know, with their secrets and their lives. And I also get to talk about what I do. And that's... yes. In that, like that's plenty. Because you created a place where they understand that it's reciprocal because you support them so much. Yeah, you know there will be a bit about talking about me, and inherently in talking yeah. about me, there is about my business. But also, it's so important that you talk about how you can help them if you if they want to. Yeah, there's no point to have it. You know that, especially with a Facebook group. Definitely, my Facebook group was created when I decided I had other services to provide like do you know what I mean like there's no bones about it It was I remember doing a free masterclass to get people to come into my Facebook group and say and then try to decide what I was going to do with it but I think it's more that based on the relationship you have with those women that they accept that there's going to be you can post about your what you've got going on in your business no one minds no one's like upset because they understand that you provide this for them and you get to talk about what you're doing as well but I I think for me I find it hard harder to see my Facebook group and probably because of where I've come from with Instagram and I feel very like I feel very grateful to my community mm-hmm. for how they changed my life Zoe like they yeah, really yeah, did yeah. And I, I you know you, you see it as building relationships you don't see yeah. it as a group or a community or I mean you, it is a community but but bottom line is you're building relationships every single day and that's everything that you're doing um and that's so important yeah and Sonia just said it's such a great mix of chat and you are infectious and uh, that's really important too somebody and whatever your energy or your vibe is so you don't have to be to have a successful community you don't have to be an extrovert you don't have to be super bubbly I have seen amazing groups where they're very quiet and calm and lots of people who are who are, who are very introverted. There's not masses of chat, but there's a real sense of we understand each other. So you just have to be more of you, you know, the complete honest you. Yes, because people want that. They're like, oh, she's my person. You know, mm. she's like, she yeah, feels like absolutely. me. <laughs> it's hard to be 
you. <laughs> it's, it's harder than we think. And that's going to be like a common thread through everything. But it is really hard to show the real yeah. you. Um, your Facebook group is called Inner Magic. Why did you, was there a reason? I, I mean, it's a great name. <laughs> this is terrible. I can't, this is terrible. So at the time, I was, I, I just qualified as um, a certified mindset coach. And I, the first thing I wanted to do with my Instagram audience was to deliver a goal setting masterclass. And I, on Instagram, I'm very much that person who's like a little bit of magic. I, you know, I always say like I'm fighting for the fairy tale and, you know, I'm very cheesy. Um, and so I was like, I put a poll up in my, um, on my Instagram stories, like saying, you know, do I, do I use like a, anything magic-y in my, in my Facebook thing? And they said yes. So I gave them a choice. I think it, I can't remember what the other one was, but they were, it was like in a magic and something else. And I was calling, originally calling my goal setting masterclass, like a magical masterclass. <laughs> um, and so Inner Magic was created just on a whim of like, I want to deliver this masterclass. I think about 300 women joined for that masterclass, um, which again, is not massive considering when you consider how big my audience on Instagram is. It's not like, oh, it's so easy for you. Like 7,000 people just joined overnight, like 300 people like, joined for that masterclass. And I taught it. And then I was like, oh, I don't really know what you do with the Facebook group. And I was like, what, what shall I do? And I didn't do anything for ages. And since, obviously, you know, business has changed so much over the last five years. And I've, I, last year I said to them, I think I'm going to have to change the name of the Facebook group because people just don't understand why I'm like, oh, come and be an accountability coach. I'll teach you. And they're coming to a free Facebook group <laughs> called Inner Magic. But my ladies were like, it means something to me. And, and I was like, if it means something to you, it stays. I will spend my life explaining my Facebook group name to whoever will listen, but it means something to you and I'm not willing to change it. That's everything. But even though the name, you know, doesn't resonate maybe so much as, as, as you thought it would or did or you feel a bit awkward about it, that you just keep it because of those people. It, it, it means it. something. And that's a bigger... I think it's a great success name. story to me than having 10,000 more people in my group. If I have a thousand members who will say, this means something to me, please mm. don't change it, is more meaningful and is better for my bottom line as a business owner than having 11,000 people in there for yeah. some kind of expert. Like, do you know what I mean? It's Yeah, look after uh, the people that you've got, you know, hold yes. them, hold them dear. So uh, uh, this is, we could talk all day. Uh, it has been so lovely so thank you to everybody for listening but the so the one thing that that you kind of almost said immediately which was the thing that I would say is your special feature and how you have such an amazing community which I mentioned at the beginning that I was going to say about is that you are one of them and you all right at the beginning first thing you said was like I don't feel like it's, it's them and us you know we're in this together kind of thing and I was like that is exactly what I felt what I felt um and I haven't been in your group that long or followed you on Instagram that long but we met at an event and I was like oh you know there's just something about you and the energy and the fact that you are one of them is it's really it's not something you can teach it's not something I could say you know do these five things and and your community are going to feel like you're one of them you have to genuinely feel like that yeah I and I I, I love that means that I will take that away with me Zoe like forever well, because will, that means so much to me 
you know, a lot of this has come from just me having a little snoop around in your community. So it's a feeling and that's really important. It's like oh. you can feel it. So uh, well done. Congratulations. Like, oh no, Zoe's in my community. She's going to see what a terrible Facebook group like no. manager I am. No, there's no managing. There's no managing needed. You just go in there, show them who you are, chat to them. It's uh, it's just a really lovely place. It's a perfect example, really is. Oh, good. And to anyone who of your um, community who is listening, who really struggles with the idea of like, what am I going to post in a Facebook group? And how much, you know, I've got to show up and give value. You don't. Just show up and have a chat. Show up. Get, exactly. Tell them to grab a cup of tea. Have just a couple of things that are going on in your week to tell them about that you're, that you're going through and just start there. I didn't know what to talk about in a Facebook group. Was- anything that starts a conversation, that's what I always say. Anything that starts a conversation is 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 all you need. That. No, and if you're really else. struggling, ask them what they're watching on Netflix. Yeah, Netflix is a winner. <laughs> Netflix is a winner. So thank you so much. If anybody wants to leave a review or a message, then I will pass that on to Nikki and I will let you know when this goes live so you can share with your audience too. Uh, so thank you for listening. Bye. Uh, bye.